Welcome to the podcast of Spirit Life Revival Ministries, an apostolic prophetic mission-based ministry headquartered in Accra, Ghana. A church family with a vision to possess and teach the world that all things are possible through the preaching of the word of faith. Join us on this journey of discovery as we delve into the timeless teachings of our faith and share inspiring stories from God's word. This podcast is designed to uplift your spirit and deepen your relationship with God to help you pursue and walk in your divinely assigned purpose. Together, let's embark on the transformative and enlightening experience as we navigate the intersections of faith, life, and the supernatural. And now, today's message. Well, this morning, I'm bringing you the Word of God, and the month of June has been declared as our month of unlimited success. Our month of unlimited success. And so this morning, I am preaching on the subject, unlimited success. Ten forces that lead to a life of unlimited success. Unlimited success. Ten forces that lead to a life of unlimited success. There is nothing that speaks louder in the company of greatness like the voice of success. Success itself has an attractive personality and everyone desire to associate, to befriend, and to be in the company of success. Success gives you a voice in the gathering of men. Without the garment of success, insult will be part of our lives because success has that power to erase, eradicate insult and envelop us in the spirit of acceptance, the spirit of progress and bring honor into our life. Success has a name that sounds louder than anything that you can ever think of. Success makes people pride in it because no father takes glory in the failure of his children. And nobody will want to take pride in something that is not working. That is why you need to desire that among the many things that God will do with your life, God will make you successful. When you become successful, even wrong grammar becomes the new norm of the day. When you become successful, you are embraced with that question. You become suspicious if you are not succeeding. 
And you need to understand that it is part of God's nature to succeed in anything he has been involved. From the day of creation, God has never failed in anything. And man was created in the image of God, in the likeness of God. Man was meant to do what God must do. So in other words, when you enter the place of redemption, the redeemed lie make you a successful symbol. Jesus Christ never failed in anything he attempted to do on the face of the earth. At the point, he said, that all that you gave to me, I have lost none. So success, therefore, is coming to a place of making daily progress. Whenever there is daily progress in your life, in your pursuit, you have a measure of success. Success is making progress in the attainment of set objective. The things that you want to do, whenever you see you are getting closer to it by the day, we will say you are successful. Success is accomplishing a feat beyond the ordinary. So everyone can accomplish something in this world, but immediately you accomplish a certain kind of feat beyond the ordinary, we call it successful. Now everyone here, one way or the other, can cook. But not everyone who has the ability to cook can really cook. So I have the ability to cook, but I can't prepare any dish in this world. In fact, the first time I tried cooking, I got to know that it is not part of my life. And that made me to take a lot of decision. I was at the university, and um, I think first year, second semester, and when I was leaving the campus, they gave me all kinds of provision. At that time, there was this cocoa flour. I think it was very powerful. And uh, you, know that, you, know, you know that there's a cocoa called Hausa cocoa. You know, that one has pepper and all. But they have done it in such a way, and they added it. So as I entered the university and I began enjoying all that they have given to me, I realized that success is enjoyable. That one day, I did not have anything but I saw this cocoa was dead. So I was just trying to prepare cocoa with it. And so I got someone's stove by the grace of God, got someone's bowl, put in the cocoa, trying to do it. Because those days, to have internet was a miracle. In fact, you want to find your way to a certain cafe, maybe Legon Hall Cafe, and go and pay. And there was no money to pay to do the research. But you see, I know that this thing, no, it needs to, you have to have water. And so I tried making that porridge. But before I realized, it turned out to be Banku. <laughs> oh. And I did not know how to eat my Banku. My brothers and sisters, 
it was not an easy thing. So then I, I began to appreciate people who know how to cook. And so your pastor does not know how to cook. And I will never learn how to cook. So I remember telling myself years ago, now what would be the way out of this deficiency? So I told God that, then God, you need to bless me. I need to work hard so at a certain point I can employ a chef to cook for me. Hallelujah. <laughs> and so I still don't know how to cook. I will not learn how to cook. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I'm trying to say that there are people who have that ability to cook. And I think that in the new generation, every father, every mother needs to train up our children in such a way where they will not become a burden in the school of marriage. I'm not saying if you don't know how to cook, it's um, a burden. But I, they try several times. My twin brother can cook. My tailor can cook. But I decided I would not learn it. Because whenever they give us assignment in the house, I want them to do the cooking aspect and let me do the sweeping aspect. Or what do you think? Uh, when you are done cooking, I can wash the thing and uh, it will be plus one plus one is two. But I think that we need to consciously learn certain things. I mean, imagine I wake up in the morning and my wife's in bed and I go to the kitchen and I'm, that dream, I'm not sure my wife will have that dream till, <laughs> till we die. Or maybe at this point, I need to employ someone to teach me. My wife will say, come and let me teach you how to cook. I will be there while she run away. What is cook? So one day, one day, I think that maybe next year to be part of my, my goals next year. I want to learn how to cook. Now, you know, I like it when I see brothers who know how to cook. Or what do you think? So you don't become a burden to your wife. Or what do you think? So those of us who have become burden to our wife in the area of cooking, may we receive grace this morning. <laughs> yeah. So everyone can cook, but um, we had recently a lady called Hilda Bassi decided to do what everyone is doing in a normal way to go an extra mile in order to have a certain realm of recognition. Now immediately Hilda Bassi took that normal thing to a different height, she has gained a certain kind of attention in this world. And so everyone under the sound of my voice can have a measure of success in this life. There is something that you can do and do it well that can become a distinctive factor in your life. Not all of us can become the president of a nation, but all of us can become the president of our life. We can become exceptional people in what we do. So I also need you to understand that whenever we talk about the subject of success, success is a covenant right. Success is a covenant right. No manufacturer manufactures anything in order to fail. No manufacturer will spend 
time, respend resources to manufacture any product, any equipment, anything. And in his mind, as I am manufacturing this, I want to make sure it will not be able to perform its function. The intent of every manufacturer is to make sure that whatever they have brought out of their creativity and their innovation will be able to accomplish a certain kind of, 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 of purpose. So I, I am an Android fan. Uh, I, I love specifically Samsung phones. So of all the phones I own, about eight of them, Seven are Samsung phones. I believe that the, the manufacturers of Samsung know that if they do it in a certain way, it will let them stand out. So in our part of the world, when you are talking about mobile devices, they will either mention Samsung or the other one. You know the other one. Or, or iPhone. They will either mention iPhone or Samsung. Now, all of them, they are taking time to, to manufacture them so that they can perform certain functions. So then, if human manufacturers will never manufacture anything to fail, that if God is the creator and God created you, then everything you will need in order to succeed in this world was part of you even before you were born. Because before an iPhone was delivered to the market, everything the iPhone would need to perform the work of an iPhone is there. One day, one of my pastors bought a phone. Now, the phone looked like an iPhone, but when you put it on, it looked like Samsung. So, I felt that the manufacturer maybe was confused. So, that kind of phone, I don't know how you call it. So when you buy an iPhone, you want it to do the work of an iPhone. You want it to give you all the app that an iPhone can use. When you buy a Samsung the same way. So God, before he released you on the earth dimension, had put within you all that he will need in order for you to be an accomplished person on the face of the earth. In the book, Second. Third John chapter 2, chapter 1 verse 2 from the King James Version, the Bible said, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper. So above the many things that God desires for us, God wishes for us, one of God's wish for you is so you will prosper. It is one of my wish that my children will prosper in everything they do. I want them to become academically intelligent. I want them to be intelligent in the game of life. I want them to be intelligent in finances. I want them to be intelligent in relationship and marriage. I want them to be intelligent in their spiritual life. I want them to be intelligent when it comes to the area of courage. So it is my wish. So God is expressing his wish that it is part of my wish above every wish that you may prosper and not that also be in health because prosperity without good health is not a good package. What will you do when you have, you have suffered 
through life. And eating had become a struggle. And the time you can afford a restaurant to cook all kinds of meals for you, you don't have the ability to eat. What will you do? In the day when your name is mentioned on a great platform, a sickness has kept you down. So God said the prosperity I am talking about is the prosperity that comes with good health. And I prophesy upon someone's life that you will prosper in good health. You will prosper and you will be in good health. And he said this prosperity must be connected to your soul. Now, any kind of prosperity that is not connected to your soul is not what God is wishing for you. Any place that God will bring you that will affect your Christian life, it is not God's desire for you. That as you make it in finance, you make it in business, you make it on all fronts, God wanted to be a connection between your spiritual growth because prosperity is one of the tools that God uses for the end time harvest. It is easier to use prosperity to harvest souls than anything but with the help of the Holy Spirit. Someone shared a story with me some time ago. Some guys were going for evangelism. And they were driving top-notch vehicles. Vehicles that did not make sense. And these guys were CEOs of businesses. CEOs of multinational. And as they went for the evangelism, one of them spoke to the guy. And this guy was trying to prove difficult. And so at a point, this man gave the guy his card. And the guy realized that the company he had just submitted his application letter, he's dealing with the CEO. You can imagine the end of the story. So when God makes us successful, it is because of the end time harvest. So that's what God is saying. This success must be connected to your soul. From the NIV version, the Bible said, Dear friend, I pray that ye may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you, even as your soul is getting along well. So God says, I pray that you may enjoy good health. Someone here who have a certain terminal sickness, may you enjoy good health. Someone here who has a disease that is troubling you, may you enjoy good health. May everything go on well with you. May your soul keep on getting well along. Receive it in the name of Jesus. From the Amplified Version, not Amplified Classic, but the Amplified Version, the Bible said, Beloved, I pray that in every way ye may succeed, every way ye may succeed and prosper and be in good health physically. Just as I know your soul prospers spiritually. Now, that is God's wish for you. The fact that it is God's wish for you doesn't mean it will become a reality. 
The fact that God has created you to function in the place of success. And success is your covenant right. Doesn't mean automatically you will be successful. So when I hear people say, and I said in the house of God, why has God forsaken me? Stop those kind of statements. I preach. Preaching God's word doesn't mean you will succeed in life. Helping arrange instrument in church doesn't mean you will succeed in life. It is a foundation of what God would do. The things you do in the house of God create a system in divinity. What you do with what God has created depends what will happen. If you are here, you automatically, you are made either to impregnate or to be impregnated. Because everyone here, God has given you the tools you need to get these two things. Everyone here, under the sound of my voice. But if you want to have a baby, and all you do is to admire your wife, admiration is good. But admiration has never made anybody pregnant. If you want to have a degree, first degree, master's degree, PhD, even tens of them, to get admission to the university, doesn't mean that you will graduate. Admission is the process of becoming what you must become. Accepting the Lord Jesus gives you the divine knowledge, the divine ability to know what you can do. It is what you do with what he has redeemed you to become that will determine what to become. I have been a church boy all my life. Since I became born again, I have been part of just two ministries. Prevailing World Chapel with my father, Reverend Eboa-san, and Spirit Life Revival Ministries. I have never been part of any ministry. Anybody since you became born again, you have been in more than three different churches. You are a suspicious person. I'm telling you, you need to, you need, you need to check because it's like you, you are being transplanted too quickly. What is that? We are called trees of righteousness. Trees are not meant to be transplanted. Trees are meant to be planted. Am I talking to somebody? Can I get Trees are meant to be planted. It is only when you are planted that you grow. But when you, it's a seedling, you can transplant a seedling and it will not die. But when you try to transplant a tree, it will die. Am I talking to somebody? So when I became born again, I found a way of engaging in kingdom service. I was an usher. And I was an usher till I became a prophet. So some of you, when you sit in church, you are doing nothing in church. It's not the best. There are things that cannot happen to me. One of the things you should put at the back of your mind, I can never be disgraced. Even when I deserve to be disgraced, I can't be disgraced. Oh, you don't know. Oh, ask some of the prophets around. You realize that everything that people have done to disgrace me, I refuse to be disgraced. 
Because as part of the kingdom advantage, when I got to know what in his word, there are many things I've refused. Even my mistakes have not stopped me. If I'm a man, even the devil himself has not stopped me. When you see him, ask him. It is part of the kingdom privilege. There are sicknesses that could have knocked me. I refuse to be knocked down. But when you don't have the knowledge of the truth, you can still be born again and some things will knock you. I refuse. I can never have a car accident. And it's not a confession. The gun that can kill me, the manufacturer of that gun is not yet born. I can't die before my time. You are praying, Father, when will Eben not die so I marry the wife? Forget it. Have you forgotten whether it was a Kenneth Copeland or what? A woman was a woman in a church said that Kenneth Copeland married the wrong woman and was praying for the wife to die so she can marry Kenneth Copeland. Yeah, my brother. So, like me, I'm going to be here for long. Some of you, I will be the one to dedicate your great great grandchildren. Maybe by that time, you'll be tired of life, but I'll still be around. Not even God can call me home before my time. Can I repeat again? I said not even God can call me home before my time. I have a hate of religious mindset. Hey, no, I bet not, okay. not even God. In your Bible, didn't you see Isaiah was sent by God to go and talk to a man called Ezekiah, put your house in order, you are going to kill. And the guy said, Father, let's talk. You hey, can't kill it. Don't stop. Don't, it has not gotten to the place of killing, killing. Sit down later. Say, Father, I know I have done some wrong things before. You know, all of us do some wrong things. Father, you are aware. We are not like you. But Father, you also accept that even as I have done some, I have done some good things before. So all that I'm asking that you give me some time. You let me run some things out. I want to run some things out. Give me some time. God, look at the guy. I said, take 15 more years. If that guy can be that's 15 good years, me, what are you talking about? Now, say, me when God was calling me, I told him I don't want to go. Mm, I said, I won't go, but I have to go. So if I have gone, let us do the thing well. So it's part of the covenant right. So there are things you can claim as someone actively involved in the things of God. You acquire a choir member. There are things you can ask God. It's a platform. Not everybody can mention the name Jesus and have an answer. Because some apostles mention the name Jesus, demons run away. When some people watch, they say, wow, we'll do the same thing. And the demons beat them rough, rough. So, so there are things by privilege you can ask. I was a chair boy, an usher. Always in church, arranging chairs. Always in church. That's why the many things that God has done in my life doesn't make sense to me. My brother, the kind of money I saw before I made mistake, it never made sense to me. And I'm telling you that this man, my money has come. I don't deserve, need an amen. No. It is the truth. Yeah. 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 Now that my member life, need to be my 
Say amen. Brahma bra in ATSM sick care by the Unia Mamma Smin Bobby. Obiara Bobby. One Mamma Smin Bobby. Aye, now. Hey, life come on. My wife is asking me, Sikana Minam to cover life. A life come on, Papa. Me, Achia. Achia don't cook. Ah, I know Mojata. Udo ibe kumio. Ah, they say you can dance. I know Mojata, but man, I want come, come, come. Ah, it's that. Ah, oh, come, come, come. Ah, they say that there is a dance you dance. I know Mojata dance. That man of God. They said you, you can really dance Alamo Jata dance. But what, what, what dance are they referring to? So, so who knows the time of dance that he, he danced? He, he has been doing it here. Come, come, come. Oh, my brother, come. Ah, you have been seeing him, man. He has, how does he do it? <laughs> no, they just show us how he has been doing it. So he will do it for all of us to see. Alo Mujata. Alo, what is Alo Mujata? It's like someone in love is Alo Mujata. And then you are Alo Mujata. Is that wicked wife? Eh. Eh. Alomu can be your wife or your girlfriend. That is no good. I bet it depends on how you are using it. When Daniel made the jata, no man pamuno hongai. But we also alomu jata udoi bekumio. Alomu jata. No, no, no. Sir, sir, you know I'm a pastor, so I I go to places. So I go to TikTok to watch what is happening. Now, so one day, whilst I was walking, I heard them say, everything I was saying, so I said, let me watch the Alamojata. So when I come to church, I can tell you that I saw Alamojata. So it's because of you that I'm telling you that I saw. Oh, no, I, I can't sing it, though, but I know the Alamojata. I even know the person who sang it. Yeah. I took time to look at all of that so that I can come and tell you that I have seen Alamojata. Yes, so am I done? Where, where did I even get to? <laughs> Let me close. Uh, what was the last statement before all this Alomo Jata came in? Yeah, so, so that's God's wish for us. Now, if God wish for us, there are things we need to do. God will make believers a symbol of excellence in this end time. God will make believers a symbol of glory this end time. Because that will become one of the tools for the harvest of souls. When I had small money and I used to go to Tamale those days, the Muslims became born again not because I preached. I remember having service, and then I, you know, I used to have my service at the Tamale Polytechnic, not Tamale Technica uh, uh, University. And so when I'm done, I'll ask, how many of you want scholarship? One, two, three, I can 20. You have been given scholarship. You don't apply. I've given to you. 
And the news started spreading. So people will come for my meeting. They, when they are coming, they will wear that in the ladies, how do they call it? Eh? Hijab. Eh. They will wear it and they will hide their Bible. And they will come just to accept, hear the word of God. When they saw someone here, the Lord is about to do something in your life. It shall be the platform through which many will come to Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Now, Moses had a boy called Joshua. And Joshua worked with Moses for some time. Then in Joshua chapter 1, the Bible said Moses was dead. And Moses was a servant of the Lord. Now, if you were Christian, be a servant of God. And be a true servant of God. So, Babus, after Moses was dead, God himself came to Joshua and, and spoke to Joshua. Joshua was the son of Nun. Joshua chapter 1 verse 1 and what? And the Bible said, God said, now Joshua, you know that Moses, my servant, is dead. Now because he's dead, there must be a replacement. He said, now get up now and go over the Jordan. Don't get up and observe. Get up and go over the Jordan. Not only you, but your people must also go. In other words, when leadership are able to cross a certain level, the people are able to cross that level. And it's the land which I will give unto you. In verse 3, every place that the sole of your feet shall tread upon that have I given unto you as I said unto Moses. There are discussions I've had with Moses and as you go wherever you stand you have capacity to possess. Wherever you enter, you have capacity to enter. If you enter the hospital and it's not what you are looking for, you can possess the hospital and make it become like what you want it to be. From the wilderness and even unto Lebanon, unto the great river, the river Ephraim, all the land of the Hittite, unto the great sea, toward the going down of the sun shall be your coast. Verse 5. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of your life. What any man means any man. Any man means any man. That as long as you are alive, nobody will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so will I be with you. The Lord is telling someone prophetically this morning that I am with you. No matter where you are, God says he is with you. Tell somebody, God is with me. I will not fail thee nor forsake thee. So I, when people say, no one cares about me, no one, I get surprised. God said, I will never fail you and I will never forsake thee. He said, be strong, not do strong. It says, be what? Because I'm going to come to it later. Be strong and of a good courage. So people are courage, but it's not good Courage for unto this people shall thou divine divide for an inheritance the land which I swore unto their fathers to give them. So there are things that God has promised our parent, 
The promise is there already. And we need to be strong and we need to be of good courage. Verse 7. Only be thou strong and very courageous. Now God is repeating it again. Only be thou strong and very courageous. We saw good courage. We have seen very courageous. That thou mayest observe to do. So we have seen be strong. We have also seen to observe to do. According to all the law. Which Moses my servant commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left. That thou mayest prosper whatsoever thou goest. Verse 8, my last one. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do. Observe to do what? Observe. Observe. Not observe to negotiate. Observe to do that. What I am a doer of God's word. I don't know every scripture from Genesis to Revelation, but the few I know is working for me. The few I know is working for me. Observe to do. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate day in day and night. That day thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For, for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous. And then thou shalt have good success. Some people have success, but their own is not good success. Now let me continue and close now. Number one, the first force you need is the force of the fear of the Lord. The force of the fear of the Lord. When you look at the outstanding success of a man like Abraham, who had capacity to have military men trained in his own household, that when Lord was captured and was under threat, Abraham armed his own trained military men to go and rescue Lot. So you look at Abraham's outstanding success, the outstanding success of Isaac, a man who was in a place where he had lost everything and he was thinking of leaving everything they have had. And the Bible said he received a word from God and he held on to God's word. In Genesis 26 verse 11, that what the Bible said, that Isaac sowed in that land and received in the same year a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. A man by the beginning of Genesis, the guy has lost everything. And the guy was running away. By verse 12, the guy had obeyed God's word and he had planted. And the Bible said, he received an hundredfold and the Lord blessed him. I stand here as the prophet of God and I speak upon someone's life. That this year, you shall receive an hundredfold. I, say, I prophesy on someone's life that this year you shall receive an hundredfold. And the Bible says, and the Lord blessed him. 
That means the hundredfold is different from the blessings of God. May it not be you receive just the hundredfold, but also you receive the blessings of the Lord. And the Bible says, and the man works great. The man works great. And went forward. The man works great. And he went forward. He was great. He kept on advancing. This year you become great. And you shall advance in the name of Jesus. And grew until he became very great. Wherever you have gotten to, there is a deeper dimension. Wherever you have gotten to, there is a higher level. My brother, you see there are rich men in Ghana. But if we just go to, just close by to Nigeria, some of the rich people will not be able to speak. Because there are dimensions of prosperity. When people like Elon Musk and the rest gather, there are some people who cannot talk. So I pray over your life that you move forward. The guy moved forward and grew until he became very great. For he had possessions of flocks and possessions of hair and a great store of servant. And the Philistines envied him. The guy had become a business owner. He had a business in telecommunication. He had a business when it comes to cryptocurrency. He had a business when it comes to the medical field. He had a business in oil and gas. He had a business all around. And Bible said the Philistines began to envy him. Somebody this year whether you like it or not there is a dimension of success that is coming upon your life and people will begin to envy you you have not gotten there yet I said God is going to give you a measure of success and people are going to envy you my brother when you come to the school of the prophetic eh, I have become so much a voice that when my name is mentioned it either stirs up admiration or it stirs up envy you either envy or you admire. I say, somebody here, God is going to make you great until the Philistines begin to envy you. So the fear of the Lord. So you look at the abstinences of Abraham, Isaac, Joseph from prison to a prime minister. David killed Goliath and other successful personalities in scripture you find now that the, what made them outstanding was the fear of the Lord. You remember Joseph, a man still not in the place of appointment. Mrs. Potiphar came. He said, this thing that I don't want to do, it is not because of you. It is because of God. Until you come to a point that what motivates what you do is not because of the love of God, there is a problem. This year, I preach, I preach, I preach, I preach. And when I preach, they take very good care of me. Very, very good care of me. And the Lord said to me, this year, there are places you will go. When you are done, don't take anything, go. And almost everywhere I have preached till now, when I'm done, I run away, except Tamale. When I preach for my son, Foster. The Lord said, when you are done preaching, don't even take water. I was done with Sam, was it last week? Two, this week, two days with them. This I said, no, the Lord said nothing. 
He said, when Reverend Steve Mesa come, we'll tell him, I don't know, the law said nothing, don't take anything. I went to, last week, I went to Tema, uh, what's the name of the church? The pastor came here last two weeks Friday with the church member, we are bringing you whatever. I said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to receive, I like money. But money that will make me mourn, I don't like it. Money that will make me mourn, I don't like it. I say, man of God, the Lord told me, what I say on the pulpit is not a joke. Because this is not a place of joking. I told you in your church that I don't want anything. That's the word of the Lord. So what I said, they were, the, the team members were sitting, he was standing. I said, they should carry everything away. I went to, to pray for Reverend Abraham Lamte. I said, sir, when I'm done, I don't even need a call to say thank you. There are realms. What you do, the factor must be the fear of God. You were pastor. The reason why you were preaching must be the fear of God. You are usher. The reason why you were ushering must be the fear of God. Whatever you do must be the fear of God. What made Abraham stand out was because Abraham feared God. That's why when God spoke, Abraham moved. You want to see the act of God in your life? You need to come to the place where you fear God. I mean, when God gave me this instruction, it made me to understand a certain year when I have not even started a church and the Lord said, any gift they give you above thousand cities, don't receive it. Do you think it was easy? It was not easy. Every, and that was the year I was tempted with gifts. Tempted with things. The Lord said, let it go. If the fear of the Lord is not the motivating factor for what you do, you need a lot of growing up. Joseph feared God. David feared God. All the assassins was connected to the fear of God. The top root of their distinction was that they were men who genuinely Fear God. If we are coming to the place where our name will be written in the place of success. No success today and tomorrow it is gone. Then the foundation must be the fear of God. Noah, a man who by faith, the Bible says, by faith Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear prepared an act to the saving of his house by the which he condemned the world and he became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. Hebrews 11, 7. Genesis 42, 18. And Joseph said unto them the third day, this do and leave. I fear God. I prophesy on somebody. You will come to a place where you will fear God. Number two, because of time, the force of the mind. Everything that will ever work in your life will begin from your mind. Everything that will not work in your life will begin from your mind. When your mindset is destroyed, your life set is destroyed. When your mindset is destroyed, your gift set is destroyed. Many have great gifts, but because their mind is not working, their life is not working. 
There is no problem with you. Just make sure your mind works. Have you ever seen a, a, a mad woman being given to marriage? No matter how beautiful you are, if you lose your mind, you lose your life. No matter how glorious your destiny is, as long as your mind is not in place, your life will not be replaced. And prophesy on somebody that you will work on your mind. Have you seen somebody you, from afar? You see the person to be somewhere. By the time you begin to speak, because every time we speak, it portrays the state of our mind. Every time we speak, it reveals what is in our mind. The Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So your thinking capacity determines and influences your life's ability. If you can't think it, you can't have it. If you can't think it, you can't do it. If you can't think it, you can't be motivated every day. That's why don't let anything to spoil your mind. The place of the, of the mind, the force of the mind. First Corinthians 2.16 For who have known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him but we have the mind of Christ. You can think your way out of every situation. You can think your way into success. You can think your way out of every problem. As a pastor, I have handled all manner of issues. All manner of issues. And there are some of them, as I begin to handle them, it looks like we are going to jail. But you see, when I sit down and I begin to think it out, do this, people are out of it. I told you the story, the MP come to share. They, 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 they had had a, a criminal issue in America. It has taken a global turn. When they came to the prophet, I thought it out. Go and do this. That was the end. What Jesus used that made him outstanding in his day was because Jesus used his mind. Genesis chapter 6. Uh, John chapter 6. Many people have gathered. Many were there dying because of hunger. People were weak because of hunger. Jesus asked, where can we find bread for them to eat? They realize there is no restaurant that can, they can place an order in less than one hour for them to feed over 5,000 men besides women and children. The Bible says, Jesus said it to prove them for he himself knew what to do. In the face of adversity, that's where your strength will be tested. You know, you know when it is one problem come. One problem, when COVID did not come, we did not know the capacity of people. COVID showed the capacity of people. COVID shut the world. Because we needed people on that field to think out of the box. Daniel 12, 3. And did that be wise, shall sign at the brightness of the firmament. And did that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. When you are wise, you shine at the brightness of the firmament. True success is a function of the productive use of the mind. True success 
is a function of the productive use of the mind. Until the mind works, nothing works. Until the mind works, nothing works. Number three, the force of endowment. The force of endowment. Everyone here has been endowed with an ability. Everyone here has been endowed with a talent. Everyone here has been endowed with a gift. There is something that you have been given. It is when you trade with what you have been given that you become an answer in your generation. If you are not using what God has given to you, you have no right to blame anybody. At the age of 25, you are still blaming people? Stop it. Stop it. Nobody is responsible for what has happened to you, what will happen to you, and what you are going through. You are the one who gave permission. The force of endowment. Matthew 25, 14 to 18, the Bible talks about how a man was traveling and gave talent or gift to many. God is not a wicked man. God is not a wicked person. He has given everybody something that can occupy you till he comes. There is something that has been given to you. There is a divine deposit in you to make you a profitable citizen of the earth. There is something that has been given to you that can make you a profitable citizen of the earth. There is something that has been given to you that can make you a profitable citizen of the earth. Discover it. Discover it. Discover what have you been given. My brother, among many things, God gave me a ministry. I discovered that ministry. That's why you are here this morning. I discovered that ministry. That is why you are here this morning. What has God given to you? As you leave church today, go and discover what God has given to you. Now, discovery is not enough. When you discover what you have, you need to develop it through training. Because nothing, anything in its raw state has no value. Whatever you have in it, roasted has no value. There is a process of refinement. Every gift, every talent must go through. And may God help us out. Number four, the force of hard work. The force of hard work. Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 18. By much slothfulness, the building decay. And through the idleness of the hands, the house dropped through. Whenever things are not working, it's because someone is ideal. When the church is not working, it means we are ideal somewhere. Much slothfulness, the building will decay. Slothfulness means laziness. When your life is not making meaning, among several factors, you look at how obsessed, man of God, don't sleep, you. Give me a wave. Give me a wave. No, just a wave. How are you? How is the family? Don't sleep. Praise the Lord. When things are not working, look at how obsessed. Yesterday, I was done with everything I was doing and they were playing the Champions League. This is the second Champions League I have watched in my life. Many years old. This is the first. Do you know why? If no one is paying to watch me, how do I spend my time to watch people? I am not a football commentator. I, I, I don't do business with football. You know business with football? 
I am not a football analyst. How do I waste all my time watching Inter Milan and uh, Man City? How do I even shout for joy for them? Who is shouting joy for me? Someone is making his money and he wants me to use my time. I had traded and I was tired. So in my spare moment, I came down and they said Champions League. I said, put it on, let us watch. Until you come to a point where you're obsessed with what you are doing. What, what you do possess you. Becomes a burning desire in you. Until you, 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 you concentrate on what God you cannot become. You cannot become. You cannot become. You will not become. The force of hard work. And through the idleness of the, of the hands, the house drop it through. People become idle in ministry. You can become so idle in ministry. A pastor, you don't go for soul winning. You are idle in ministry. There is a realm you will not receive. And as I tell, I tell some of you, if you are waiting for people to bring you money, they will not bring it all. They, be on fire for God and meet needs. Your needs will be met. Be on fire for God and meet needs. Your needs will be met. It becomes a privilege for anybody to give to me. Not because I have it. I don't have it. But you see, when you are possessed with what to do, money becomes the least thing you are looking for. Your desire is to solve problems. And nobody solves the right problem without receiving money. You don't go to work thinking about when would the, 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 the end of the man come. Keep on solving problems. When the man comes, the money will come. Idleness. Idleness. Many, many, I was reading a story. A mother. How can a mother be that lazy? A mother, you have somebody, I don't know how they call it, a nanny or whatever. Then you go to work. You go for a party. You return after 10. Your children are asleep. You will not even go and watch them. You will not go and you say, I felt like, how can, if you return and somebody have taken care of your child, don't you go to look at the state of the child? Don't you go? Felt like going there around 10, did not go. 10.30, you return from wherever, go to where, go for party on top. Then they got there, she got there later on, 10 something, and the child could not breathe. They carried, they said, uh, what do you call it? Is this saliva has, has uh, something, something, the truth, or what? Choked somewhere. The child is dead. I do know all that someone needs is one. All that someone is looking for is one. All that someone is trusting God for is one. God gives you one, you become that irresponsible. Idleness. God gives you a job. You work anyhow. You go to work anyhow. You don't meet your target. You are ideal. You are lazy. Lazy people cry. Lazy people will be under tribute. Hard 
Marriage is hard work. Marriage is hard work. You need to be hard worker. Be flexible with your hard work. Some of you are not flexible at all. Be flexible. Ten, ten is part of hard work. Say amen. One day I'll preach a message. A man told me, let me leave here before I, I preach the message. You want to highlight? Be flexible. Be flexible in your marriage. So you are, not, you, you are, you are too chinchilla in the marriage. They, they, they can't play with you. They can't, they can't smile with you. I see we are in a military academy. What is that? How, how can you say that to your, your husband? Don't you respect? Hey, it's a partnership. Hard work. When you come home, everybody is running. Be flexible. Or what do you think? Allow people to play with you small. Be flexible. You, are not, you don't remember the last time you said your, your husband a text. Hi, baby. You don't remember. Be flexible. You are too stiff. I'm going to send a message. How will you leave Send it. In the service, send it. The last time you sent message was five years ago. Send it. Send it. Was about two years ago. Send it. Express your love. It is flexibility that makes you share your love. Baby, I miss you. Baby, I want you. Baby, when I see your hair, begin to send it. It's hard work. Send it. Be flexible in bed. It is part of hard work. Don't touch my breast. Where must we touch? Let them touch. Hard work. Hard work. If you have to go to gym, go to the gym. But please, hard work. Be flexible. You can touch her. You can't touch her. You can't do this. You can't do this. Hard work. Marriage is hard work. You were pastor. You come to church late. Be flexible. You know, you know, about the kind of things I do. Normally, normally, I can't. Hard work. Be flexible. No, normally, normally, I can't be at midweek service. Looking at midweek, midweek actually, actually, midweek is mid and week. It means it's the middle of the week. Papa, the middle of the week is for balancing. Please be flexible. You know, Papa, when it's rain like this, I like being sad, fried plantain and beans in bed. And so, even coming today, no, it's like, it's like, it's like it wasn't easy. Please be flexible. When it's rain, be flexible and come to church. Be flexible and come to church. You know, normally, normally, you know, when we close, I don't want to talk to anybody because the way I've been hurt in the past, you know, so when I close, I just want to go. I don't, please be flexible. Are you the only one who has been hurt before? Be flexible. Hard work. Be flexible. Take somebody's number. It's part of the flexibility in church. Today, for the first time, when we close, spend 10 minutes in the 
child, what are you going? Where are you going? What are you going to do at home? What is at home? Your wife is here. Where are you going? Stay in church for 10 minutes. Mingle a little before you go. We're about to close our... Usher, can you open it? Be flexible. Be flexible. Look at somebody. And say, today I'll be looking at you. Because normally, no, you run away just at the service. But today, no, just 10 minutes. Look for somebody you don't know and talk to. Because we want you to be flexible in church. You are in church, you don't smile. Are you a monetary spirit? If you monetary spirit, they smile. Now, I, I don't want to offend anybody. The last time I smiled, they say I was smiling some way. I don't. Me, your pastor, I am flexible. Do you think the thing I preach here, the things I want to preach, I want to be very successful. I am not, but I'm preaching because I am flexible. It's part of hard work. Yeah, God has called me. Thank you, brother. Let me close the service. Hard work. Tell someone hard work. Hard work means putting your commitment into whatever you have decided to do. Hard work means maintaining your focus. In this life, many things will happen, but maintain your focus. When you are moving on, many things will happen. Maintain your focus. When you start the business, many things will happen. You'll be arrested. Your product will not be bought. But maintain your focus. There are times you are up. There are times you are down. Maintain your focus. As you start the relationship, you know, there are some character you will see. You will think like breaking up, but still maintain your focus. Maintain why you propose. Keep that proposal. Deal with the rest and please keep on moving on. Don't break today. Don't break tomorrow. Don't break the next day because since I have known you, this is about your seventh relationship you have entered. This year, I pray for you. Maintain your focus. Many things will happen, but maintain your focus. When we preach like that, some of you will like it. But when we preach some messages, you will be hurt. But maintain your focus. Even once you are bitter, once you are offended, maintain your focus. Because it's the word of God we are preaching. Maintain your focus. That thing you want to do this year, please maintain your focus. Don't say that now we are in the set man. If nothing has happened. Now in the, in the next set man, how is it going to be? Maintain your focus. The same fire you had in January, have the same fire in June. And later by later, God will bring it to pass. Hard work means be creative. Be creative in what you do. Number five is the force of character. Success is not only a function of what to do, but also a function of what, what to be. We remember be courageous. Man of God, don't sleep. Accuracy. Give me a wave. Give me a wave. God bless you. I, I, be, I was told that you like wearing the black shade. So watch whether you are gone. But see you are watching I did. But today you did not bring it. So we have seen you, my brother. God bless you. So we saw that be courageous, not do courageous, be courageous. So success is not only a function of what to do, but also a function of what to be. You need to have the tenacity to take criticism. You need to have the ability to go through the storm. It is what to be. If I am not a courageous pastor, I would have dropped this microphone. Church, there is no week that passes without people insulting me, but do I care? There is no week that passes without people saying I'm fake. Do I care? 
If me myself and my faith, I need to have the emotional stability to maintain all the nonsense that they will be saying. Today they say this, and I said, I will not preach again. Share. Who told you? Emotional stability. Character, what to be? Be courageous. There is a realm that what you are will become a threat. My mentor, Bishop Oedipo, said one day he was driving, and whilst he was uh, uh, in traffic, uh, they are writing some things about him. And uh, the boy selling, selling the graphic was trying to show him, ah, buy it, buy it. It's, I know myself more than those who wrote about me. Why do I buy what they have written about me? So that he did not buy it. So I know myself. I know myself. I know myself. B, the quality of your character. In fact, character is not a gift, but a choice. Character is not a spiritual gift. It's not a natural ability. It's a choice. It is something you develop. Character, the quality of your character is the foundation of how great your future will be. So where you will be is the quality of your character will show it. When I see people about to marry, I know how the marriage will end up. Because when I see the way you speak, I find that it will not be long and your mother-in-law will be a witch. Because the way you talk, I could see that that is who you are. Can I continue? There are many people who are excellent in their field. Yet every opportunity for lifting passes them by. Be there at 7 p.m. They will arrive at 10 p.m. It's a function of character. Lateness is a function of character. What your mind teaches you, whatever it rain, come to church late, is a function of your character. When you go to the embassy at, uh, an hour before the time appointed, but you come to church, two hours of church has started, is a function of your character. It's a character problem. People are not helping you. It's because of a character problem. You are, you are, ingrate, you, you are an ingrate. It's a character problem. It's a character problem. You are greedy. It's a character problem. So until the character problem is fixed, the gifting will be correct. It will pass you by. When I was growing up as a, a, a pastor, there were certain things I saw and I realized that these were places I was very deficient in. And I realized if I am going to rise up, they will be the foundation of bringing me down. Over the years, I have fought them. Some of them, I have dealt with them. Some of them, I'm still asking for grace to deal with them. So, so you are excellent in your field. You do so well. But every opportunity is passing you by. It's character. I was talking to a man of God. He said, every church I go, they don't invite me back. The people are like this. I look at the way he was talking. I just knew it's a character problem. There is no church I have preached that have not invited me back. In fact, if you cannot go to certain places, then there is a problem with your character, all things being equal. I came from prevailing world chapel. You saw my father here last week. It shows you the test of my character. There is no way I have preached that they have not called me back. It's the test of my character. It's the test of my character. It will give you an assignment and we take it from your hand, it is a test of your character. 
Many cannot get to the place they are because they lack the character required to match the position they aspire to be. They aspire to be there, but the character that is required for them to be there, there is a mismatch. So in terms of character, you have to look at character to God. How you behave towards God. Bring money. All the one is our money. All the pastor one is our money. How much have you given to God so far? Stop that. Let us pray. The pastor is anointed. I love the pastor. He wants us to pray. Praise God. The pastor is anointed. When there is contention with your money, you have a character problem when it concerns money. When giving to the poor, you see every beggar as a, a source of witchcraft. There is a problem with your character. You cannot be given to all these people. It's a, a problem of your character. Then, character to life. In this life, you must be grateful. In this time, life, you must you have remembrance. In this life, you must appreciate what you have. You must appreciate where you are. You must appreciate what you are doing. In this life, character to life. The next one is character when it comes to work. You see, do you know the things we do teaches our children the value of money? So you are going out and your baby knows you are going to church. You are going to work, sorry. And your daughter or your son come and say, and daddy, every time you are going to work, every time, it means subconsciously in her mind, it has been registered that work is taking you out of his or her life. If you don't do a readjustment by teaching that child the value of what you do, she will grow up and subconsciously see work in a different way. So what, what one of the ways, baby, I thank God for your concern. But you know, it is what we do that help us put food on the table. So you have to be excited every time I am going to work. You will not appreciate, you teach that, that example shows that money is not picked on the floor. To have money, it will not fall from the sky. It will not be miracle money that will drop on your phone. But even a one that drop on your phone, you need work to assess it. So you teach the person the value of work. I don't like going to work. I don't like going to work. Your children pick it. What put food on your table? You don't like doing it. Character to work. You go to work, you gossip. Or we talk about, we talk about it. You are teaching them. So on character, these three things, you need to really take a good notice of them. Number four, the force of speaking. Number six, the force of speaking. He says that this word will not depart from your mouth, but thou shalt meditate. Let me look for the scripture. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate day and night. You need to learn how to speak it. 
I am making it. I am breaking through. I am dealing with the storm. I'm moving forward. I am loved. I am valued. This is my best year. This is my greatest year ever. Keep speaking it. Keep speaking it. Because there is a connection between speaking and doing it. When you talk down on yourself, you talk down on your gift. You talk down on your ability. That's why if someone calls you right now and mistakenly a, a, a call comes through and the person, ah, we just saw a woman engage in an accident. That's why we are calling this number. It could be they call the wrong number. You will be bastard throughout the service. You want to find out, is it true mama is out and mama could be at home? So what have life what have a way of encouraging you? What have a way of demoting you? Now, the greatest person whose words must influence your life more than any other person is the words you speak to you. So, what do you speak to you? In the days of adversity, in the days when things are not working, what do you say? This book of the Lord must not depend depart out of your mouth. Speak the word. I am making it. I am breaking through. It is just a matter of time. My light is shining in the midst of darkness. My relationship is working. My marriage is working. My children are exploring. You keep on speaking it. Keep on speaking it. Keep on speaking it. Keep on speaking it. Your mouth determines your ultimate. Your mouth determines your ultimate worth in the school of success. Number seven. Am I correct? The force of starting where you are with what you have. Everything great you see around, they started somewhere. They started with what they have. If you are waiting for everything to be intact, you go and look at Instagram, their logo now. You will see there have been four different changes to the present one. They started with what they have. My brother, my sister, I encourage you this morning that go and start with what you have. Go and start with where you are. Where you are is the starting point to something great. Where you are is as the power to change things around. So start where you are with what you have. Number eight, the force of courage. Outstanding success is for strong-hearted men. When I, I, I ran away from ministry many years ago, around 2004, when I was arrested, I felt like this prophetic thing would put me in a lot of trouble. But now I realize that this thing, when you say, there will be trouble. If you don't say, there will be trouble. So I keep on saying it. I am very courageous to say what God wants me to say. If you are going to make it, you understand the such is for the strong-hearted man. When you go on radio today, you will see Akufado being insulted. You cannot occupy that position and people will not say whatever they want to say. But you cannot give your ear to everything that people say. Be a strong-hearted person. It is the heritage of men who would rather bend than to bow. If you always want to bow, you cannot make it. It takes toughness to taste triumph. Until you are tall, you will not taste sudden triumph. You need to be strong. 15 years pastoring this church has not been easy. There have been tough seasons, but I still have to be strong. I prophesy on someone's life. The force of courage is coming. Number nine, and I'm almost done. The force of human connection. No one becomes whatever he has become all by himself. For you to become all you must become. You will need people. You will need men. You will need women. But understand, you will not need everybody. As important 
as human connections are. It's not everyone needed in your journey to greatness. If you have bought a ticket to board a flight, why are you moving around with somebody who bought a ticket to board the bus? If you think your time is the same, you will be mistaken. Your own is 9 p.m. You all go to Tamale. Your own is 9 p.m. His own is 9 p.m. If he wants to delay you, understand that if he gets to the fly in less than one hour, they will arrive. You will need 12 hours on this journey. There are people you don't need in your life. Understand it. There are people you don't need in your life. There are people who become destiny distractors. They will distract you from becoming successful. The Bible says, He that walketh with the wise will become wise. The anyone who spend time in the company of fools will be foolish and will be destroyed. Who is your friend? Who do you speak with? Who do you mingle with? Your life has a direct reflection of people you move with. A man said yesterday as I was listening to him, when he wanted to make million, his first million dollar, as he was in a certain company, making the first million dollar was very hard. But he changed his association and moved into another association where people were making $10 million every year. Immediately he joined them. He joined their discussion. He joined their exposure. He joined their network. He joined them before he realized he made his first million dollar. Who is your friend? There is a certain kind of character you would never have developed except you fall into some company. You were married woman. Who is your friend? You were married woman. Who is your friend? You were Christian. Who is your friend? Where do you go? Because your friendship will determine your direction. Your friendship will determine your direction. In fact, you are just four people away from meeting a great person. And you are also just four people away from going to prison. Joseph was a good man. Goodness did not secure him. Immediately he was connected to Mrs. Potiphar. He went to prison. Immediately he encountered Pharaoh. He became a prime minister. The force of, you don't need everybody. As a prophet of God, I have few friends by the grace of God. I used to have all kinds of people. They were not friends. But as I watched them, I realized that if I really want to stand out, I need to find a way to part company with them. Today, they call me father. We started at the same time because I realized that their friendship was not beneficial. They are not, were not beneficial. Human connection have destroyed people. Human connections have lifted people. Be selective because that force will determine how your destiny will become. Jesus wouldn't have been killed if, 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 if the brother, brother Judas did not show the people where he was. Mm, mm, the last one, the force of discipline. You can be Solomon in wisdom but something in discipline. 
And when it becomes Solomon in wisdom, but Samson in discipline, disgrace will never depart from your life. Discipline is the ability to train yourself to do the right thing. Discipline is the ability to train yourself to do the right thing. When you have a disciplined upbringing, for example, rain does not become the factor that influences what you do. It is what you want to do that influences the rain. I was watching this video of this rich family in America. And they make sure the driver picks this girl at a certain time. On, on a certain day, it's no. It's no. Well, well, well. And as it's no, the girl was ready for the car to pick up. They made sure they gave her everything she would need to go to school. Then I said, if this thing has happened in our part of the world, it will become the basis upon which we can't do what we must do. It becomes the basis upon which the child cannot go to school. But you see, when you are set up to do what you must do, what happens does not influence it. Am I talking to somebody? Discipline is doing the right thing at the right time, at the right rate that it should be done. Discipline is doing the right thing at the right time, at the right rate it should be done. When you are not disciplined, you are like a child. 1 Corinthians 13, 11. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I taught as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. Haven't you seen that in your marriage you are behaving like a child? Haven't you seen that in the church you are behaving as a child? How many of us where we work, haven't we have a colleague that have decided to maltreat us, decide to hurt us every day? But almost every morning you wake up and you go back to the same colleague who hurt you. So then why do you want to leave that marriage? You will find out that what some of your colleagues have done is worse than what your spouse might have done. But you go back and you make peace with that colleague, but you can't make peace with your own spouse. It's a childish thing. It's a childish thing to settle issues with outsiders and you can't settle with family members. It's a sign that you are still a child. Some of you here have held on to grudges for 25 years. You are still a child. Your father did something he did not like. You don't want to hear the word father. So you want to change it to mother. One day I watched it on, 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 on Facebook. It was Father's Day. Today, it's today Father's Day. Next week. And Father's Day, this lady went to write Happy Father's Day to Mrs. So so and so. I got angry, you know me. I called the person. I said, Don't change the order. Don't change the order. 
Don't change the order. I don't care whatever might have happened to you because of a father, but please don't change the order. Don't change the order. You are bitter. You are offended. It's childish things. Grow up. When you grow up in your work with God, forgiveness becomes easy. You live without having problems with people, but people can have problems with you. You come to church, by the time church closes, you are gone. I don't like the way they treat me not at the church. And I don't understand it's childish talk. Stop that. Grow up. Grow up. Nobody is going to pamper you. Just grow up. Yeah. My mother did not take care of me. I was two years. When I was told, she came to throw me on my father. You heard one side of the story. Grow up. Today, taking care of your mother, who is 66, how many years does she have to live? There are many childish things in the house of God that if we want to become what God wants us to become, we need to grow up. Do you know, you, you know the NPP government has really offended me? But I've forgiven them. I've forgiven them. When they came to power, when, what I was owing, the rate was three point something. Today it is 11.98 when I did the last exchange. 11.98. But I realized as a pastor, I need to grow up. So I forgive NPP. Because I felt that they were going to help me. Grow up. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. Put away childish things. Galatians 4.1. Now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, differed not from a servant. Though he be Lord of all, there are things that is meant for you by covenant. But because you are not growing up, God can't give it to you. It will be the basis of your distraction. It will become the basis of your distraction. The thing is for you, but laziness, children love laziness. Adulthood places responsibility. My last scripture and I'm done. Ecclesiastes chapter 10, 16. The Bible is warning us. Woe to thee, O land. When thy king is a child and thy princes eat in the morning. Woe to thee, O land. When you are relating with somebody who is meant to be a king, but still have the behavior, the attitude, the mindset of a child, and the people meant to rule, it is food that determines their direction. It is what they eat that determines their direction. As a pastor of many years, food has never determined my direction. I am lost by speaking my mind by keep, than keeping quiet. Because my life is not determined by food. Food! There are some of you here, you will sell people. You will sell people. You will sell people. You will sell if they show you some kind of, you will sell people. Yeah. He said, woe to the old land. 
when thy king is a child and those men to rule, they eat in the morning. Discipline. God is going to do something great. But may what God will make out of our life become the curse that destroys us. May it not become the care that destroys us. As I end, many years ago, I gave a pulpit to someone to preach by the direction of God. And when this guy mounted pulpit to preach, I just told myself I had right. The guy did justice to the message he wanted to preach. And my brother, I realized that we have a lot of anointed people in our life. But by the time the guy was done ministering, ah, you are just anointed like this. We'll do this for you. We'll help you with it. We'll do this. Entered his head. Master, the person who can give you a platform is not the same like the person who will give you appreciation. Who say you have done well. That's why David in his behavior, he understood the people who say Saul has killed his thousand and David has killed his ten thousand. But you see, the people don't have the power to give me the platform. As I end, there are human personalities in our life who hold the gifts of the platform. And one of them are your biological parent. Many will not taste everlasting success because of how they relate with their parent. Because what they have done for girlfriend, they have not done for parent. How they honor outsiders, they have never honored parents that way. Your parents are gifts to eternal platform. That's why how you treat them will determine and influence your level of success. I pray for you that as you go, may God help us so that God will help us to discipline in every other area. In the name of Jesus, it is a new day. It is a day of glory, a day of divine opening. In the name of Jesus. As we bring today's message to a close, we hope that the teachings shared have touched your heart and ignited a deeper connection with your faith. May the wisdom and inspiration gained here continue to resonate in your life, guiding you through challenges, strengthening your relationships, and bringing you closer to God. We are ready and just a call away to support, encourage, and walk alongside you. Reach our church line on plus 233-234-077-788. Follow us via social media at Spirit Life Revival Ministries on Instagram, Spirit Life Revival Ministries, The Oracle's Place on Facebook, and at Spirit Life GH on Twitter. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel at Spirit Life Revival Ministries for more such messages. Remember, you are never alone. Until we meet again, may the love, 
grace and peace of our Lord be with you always.